It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. Property, real estate and the housing market of course is what we are talking about seven days a week, which equates to 365 days a year and if there is a real estate story breaking we are no doubt talking about it and it's another Monday with the weekend behind us and we're going to be having a look at a PRD property report. Australia's economy they say is in a new phase after 12 consecutive cash rate hikes since May of last year. The current cash rate is at 4.1% affecting various aspects of people's lives. The property market performance is influenced by a combination of factors beyond the cash rate and as I mentioned PRD Australian Economic and Property Report for 2023 highlights some of the complexities shaping property trends and joining us to talk about complexities and shaping property trends is PRD economist Asti Mariasmo and uh, what an introduction there you go take it away, Esty. Oh my goodness, that is quite an introduction, isn't it? Blown away about that, by the way. And um, thank you so much for having me. We're on the eve of another RBA announcement tomorrow. And uh, there are some uh, good signs, isn't there, that I think people can take from some of these good signs that we might still be in a paused situation tomorrow. Yes, definitely. I mean, we have been in a pause or a holding pattern for the past couple of months. As you said in your introduction, 4.1% currently. And last Wednesday, so only a few days ago, the latest inflation rate data came out. And as of July 2023, it was 4.9% on a month-by-month basis, which is definitely a decline from the June 2023 um, figure of 5.4%. And it's lower than what economists are thinking of at about 5.2%. So, you know, inflation rate is going down, 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 as they say it, um, which means that the expectation or the possibility of the RBA holding the cash rate again tomorrow is higher than ever. So hopefully we will see that um, cash rate being held. You know, it took a while and it's finally kind of arrived and making a big difference. And that is the lag effect. Yes, definitely. We all know that when the RBA increased the cash rate consecutively, almost on a month by month basis, people were going, oh my goodness, what are they doing? Um, you know, nothing's actually happening to the inflation rate. In fact, it was going, still going up. And that was because back then our household savings were still quite high. It was more than 20% post-COVID. Whereas, of course, with those consecutive cash rate hikes, it meant that it eroded into our um, household savings. So our household savings started to go down and people couldn't you know, afford what they used to be able to afford or go out as much or go on holidays as much or eat as many takeout meals as they like. And all of that contributes to the inflation rate. So it is definitely a lagging effect. And the RBA, they also know that there is that lagging 
in effect up to anywhere between 12 to 18 months. So we're seeing what's happening now is because of what's been happening in the past 12 to 18 months. All right. Well, coming up in just a moment, we will come back to Asti talking about the Australian Economic and Property Report for 2023. We'll do that next. Every morning from 6am, we bring you the latest real estate news with diverse perspectives from leading industry experts. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. We dive deep into topics like buying, selling, investing and maximising your property's value. From mortgage advice to the latest property data and trending numbers, your real estate journey starts here. Well, over the weekend, I have to say I got completely sucked into watching a documentary on Apple+. Plus. It was called The Escape of Carlos Ghosn, a four-part docuseries that dives into the life of the former Nissan and Renault chief turned international fugitive. And turned international fugitive because Carlos Ghosn's escape from Japan during his trial for alleged financial mis conduct in 2019 reads more like a Hollywood heist which was meticulously executed and the series looks at the very complex world of international wealth, corporate intrigue and financial dealings and without any spoiler alerts Gone's story is far from black and white, it does blur the lines between victim and villain which kind of keeps you watching from episode to episode. If you are a year older today, for today the 4th of September on our birthday calls, happy birthday to you. You are sharing it with Beyonce who is turning 42. Mark Ronson, also from the music world, he is turning 47. Wes Bentley, you might remember him in American Beauty, he's turning 44. And the golfer Tom Watson is 73. Get insider tips from industry professionals and level up your real estate game by unlocking the secrets of successful real estate transactions. It's the main centre forecast. And around the country, let's check on it. First we go to Sydney. The good news is mainly fine for you today with 21 degrees. Melbourne cloudy with a chance of rain. 22 is your forecast top. Brisbane cloudy with also a possible shower with 25. And pretty much ditto for uh, Perth. Uh, cloudy with a chance of showers and your high of 20. Where a lot more than just real estate. Available for breakfast from 6am, then on the drive to work or in your ear at the gym. In fact, wherever you go, we're available seven days a week, only on the Real Estate Podcast. And it is a Monday morning. I hope your morning is off to a great start. Time to have a look at this PRD Australian Economic and Property Report for 2023. Back with me is economist Asti Marty Asmo. And uh, quite a big report here. Just give us a sense of what we're going to be looking at. 
It is. It is. It's quite a big report and it basically looks at all of the important economic indicators that does shape our economy. Um, it does look at how we compare to the rest of the world and where does Australia's property prices sit, whether we're on par, if we're more expensive, if we're um, more affordable. It also looks at where each of the different states within Australia, where each of the capital cities are currently tracking and how they will be tracking in the next um, three to six months. So it is quite a big report, but it is a very important report because we kind of have a look at all of the different layers that does make a local property market. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, Australia's property market median house price. Let's start there because the Australian median house price aligns with global peers, more affordable than some. And if we have a look at the greater Hobart and greater Brisbane areas, they had the highest median house price growth, uh, Asti, between June, I think it was, 2019 to June of this year. Tell us a little bit about that. I always love looking at how we're doing compared to other countries around the world because sometimes, you know, we can get that sort of sense of, oh my goodness, are we the only one that is going through a housing crisis? Are we the only one where our real estate is becoming more unaffordable, where people are feeling that they can't buy into real estate? And the answer that we found is that it is literally a global phenomenon. Every other country is feeling the same way. Every other country have gone through the same sort of journey of post-COVID, the property market and the median prices just boomed and shoot up like a rocket. Um, and then it started to come back down as each of these countries also put up their cash rate hikes. So the pattern is literally the same, um, whether you're in Australia, in US, in Canada or the UK. But the good news is that comparatively to all of the prices across the world, we literally sit in the middle. So our prices are in that mid-range across the whole world. We are more affordable when compared to our neighbours, New Zealand, um, our far neighbours, USA and Canada and Hong Kong. So we're more affordable than these countries. So that's why we are still seeing quite a lot of people from these countries coming into Australia as international investors. But like I said, we're in the middle range, which means that we're less affordable compared to Singapore, Japan, France and Denmark. Okay. And what about Sydney? What are the observations that you can tell everybody in Sydney this morning with regard to the report and what it highlights? Well, the good news, I suppose, is for people who are wanting to get into the market in Sydney, because both the capital city, um, Greater Sydney, as well as regional New South Wales, they're the two most impacted areas with the cash rate hikes. Um, We have seen a decline in property prices across the whole of Australia, but in terms of who was hit the most, it would definitely be Greater Sydney and regional New South Wales. So for any anyone right now who is looking at going back into the property market, whether you're an investor, whether you're a first home buyer, um, this is your time to shine. And what about Melbourne? So Melbourne is tracking or have tracked a little bit similarly to Sydney. Um, These two places were the most hardest hit in terms of capital cities across the country. 
but Melbourne, not as much as Sydney. So yes, now is definitely also a great time to be looking to buy. And I would definitely say because Melbourne has quite a bit more resilience than Sydney, that the chances of Melbourne rebounding or having that recovery is higher than Sydney. So you kind of have that smaller time frame to get into the market. Now, you mentioned Sydney really did take a bit of a hammering, but if you look at the other end of the scale, Brisbane and Perth, probably fair to say both of those markets quite resilient given kind of what we've gone through over the last two years. Yes, it's quite surprising um, in the sense that a lot of people thought that it wouldn't be Greater Perth and it wouldn't be Greater Brisbane. Greater Perth, they actually went through a bit of a softening, like their market went back just before COVID. And so now they're coming out of the other way and it's actually in that recovery mode because people were you know, wanting to buy when the market was down. And whereas in Brisbane, because our prices are still more affordable, even though, yes, it's been going up, it's still more affordable compared to Sydney and Melbourne. We have a lot of in, you know, all of those people from Sydney and Melbourne coming to Brisbane to purchase the property. And we all know that with the Olympics 2032 coming, we have more of this buzz happening in greater Brisbane while people are trying to get in before the big jump, before Olympics come about. And so all of that has sustained the market. So yeah, we definitely have seen a greater resilience in Brisbane and Perth. Yes, the Olympics, no doubt about it. They are getting closer and closer. Well, we'll wrap it up there, Asti. We'll have to get you back before the end of the week to step over the second half of the report. Enjoy your Monday, and thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 